19 years after his last crusade, Indiana Jones is back in search of the kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Back this week is Jared. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me back home. I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and you're dialed into the 114th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. content matt um we've been slowing down um we've been getting tired you know um we've been getting sick we've been getting the bubble guts oh yes yes we have oh i see you took that off the outline (laughs) right um i wasn't gonna i I wasn't gonna admit it at first but i was like we a family i can let the people know yeah you you were kind of out of sorts this week and then um I, I was out of sorts in a different way. You know, um, some of the stuff that I've been posting on our shorts have been um, really riling people up. All content or all feedback is good feedback, right? Right, right. All engagement. <laughs> all engagement right. is positive. Whether you give us a like or a dislike, we still like that. What hurts us the most is if when you don't react. Um, so YouTube doesn't let you see dislikes anymore, but we can see them. And that like to dislike ratio is real fucked up. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> See, at least they at least they letting us know, good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, uh, so we got um Jared back, and um, you know, I've only known you about I'd say a year and a half, and yeah. I feel like it's safe to say that you are a bit of a gamer, yeah. Uh, yeah, not as much as I used to be, but I would still classify myself as a gamer. You do a little bit. So um, as a gamer, tell us about this whole Logitech controller controlling a whole submarine. Yo, I don't know what they were thinking. Um, I have seen like military drones and like stuff like that being controlled with like versions of like Xbox controllers and stuff like that. But that's not in a, you know, life or death type scenario. So <laughs> Well, let's, I let's don't give, know let's give, why let's you would con- do that. Let's give some let's give some context. What are, what are we alluding to? Yeah, so the Titan submergible, um, excuse me, submersible, yeah, submersible, yeah, mm-hmm. um, is basically uh, a sub that was supposed to be designed to go deep into the ocean and explore the remains of the Titanic. You know, James Cameron did this a bunch of times. Uh, leading up to the Titanic movie. But uh, his sub was like, you know, state of the art, met all the safety requirements and whatnot. Yeah, this James, one, James Cameron is a madman. Also, he has like billions of dollars at yes. his disposal. Yes, absolutely. This sub was um, cheaply made and it cut all the safety corners. And it basically was like, they knew that it was unsafe before they even chose to take the trip down so for it to um you know implode and sink it's not that surprising so i'm gonna ask a question to the group and if you guys don't know the answer to this it's okay i don't know either but um there are there's more than one company that will take you in a submarine down to the titanic yes or no yes is this titan company 
I'm gonna assume they're on the cheaper end. Yes, it's expensive to us normal people, but right. I'm gonna assume that they're on the cheaper end since they cut so many corners. Right. That right. part, I I don't know what the other the what the other people are charging. I'm not sure how much they are doing. Okay, because this was like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, he he basically said that um, the CEO said that the price to go down there was the same price, you know, when you take inflation into account as getting a first class ticket on the Titanic. So that was like, <laughs> that's probably just like a marketing thing, but that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so I saw a video, uh, maybe Thursday from James Cameron himself. And he said that, like, basically, they were dead Monday. Like, he knew Monday. Like, he made some calls, got some information about what was going on. Because, like, one is James Cameron. And two, the submersible. Uh, am I saying that word correctly? Yeah, mm -hmm. submersible. Yeah. Okay, submersible community is really small. So even if he wasn't James Cameron, it's still just, like, a, a small collective of rich people. Right, <clears throat> right. And they were like, hey, um, if these variables happen, like if they lost communication and something else happened too, they're dead. And so like, he was like, they gave y'all false hope all week. Like these people were deceased Monday. And I'm like, that's wild. No point from what I see. There was no compassion for them. <laughs> there was nothing on social media for compassion. <laughs> it was like, normally you you get people of course the internet gonna do that gonna be the internet yeah. we get yeah, that right. but then you know there's gonna be a select group of people talking about no those are human beings and everything else like that you had it was some, not a, there was, I, didn't, I didn't see none of that i saw some <laughs> but what i saw was people turning against anybody that wanted to get sympathy for rich people right yeah i saw yeah. i saw a few scattered people saying you know these are human lives and stuff like that but the vet 95 96 percent of people were right going crazy on there that. was there was one the kid the 19 year old or whatever there was I, there was sympathy for him and then it came out later on where his aunt or somebody said that he was nervous he didn't want to do it but his dad really wanted to there was sympathy for him but there was no other sympathy for nobody else there right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's crazy because the CEO, he knew about all of these risks and he I read some quotes from him and he was basically saying, like, if you don't want to take risks, don't get out of bed in the morning. And yeah, he, but he fired the, the safety dude who was like, you can't take this down there. He fired him. But here's the thing, though, it's like we all operate life in a capacity where we don't really fill in all the lines. And for the most part, shit works out for us until it don't so yes we are all pointing the finger like you should have had your safety stuff together and like this was just held together by duct tape and glue but it's like that shit was working for the last year and a half two years how long this company is going off and then this one outlier and now everybody's outraged where was the outrage before human life was taken well that's not exactly true because the same thing happened well not the same thing obviously because they didn't die but Something similar happened the last time they took it out or one of the previous times they took it out where they lost communication with like the 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 boat above that's supposed to, you know, that they deploy from or whatever. And okay. they lost communication for like five hours. So mm. it's happened before. And it's like it's just crazy stuff like it didn't have a GPS on it. 
Uh, I guess some of the parts were bought from like camping. I forget the name of the store, but it's like a, a like a retail, <laughs> yeah, camping world or whatever it is. Like, it's just it's rough. I'll put it that yeah. way. It's very rough to go out like that. <clears throat> right. Because they also said like they yeah. or it's like bolted in. Like you, they cannot open yeah, it from the inside. Right. Like this also reminded me of uh, Matt. Do you remember the episode of the podcast we did about that? It was a documentary about the guy that murdered that reporter. He's building mm-hmm. a submarine. I'm like, I thought about that same? too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought about thing. that like, too. I don't know. Honestly, his some his submarine looked better than than what they had. <laughs> it did. It did. But it's just like you just thinking about it, it's just like you're a person building a submarine. I don't know about this, my guy. And that's another thing, like when you think of like billionaires and stuff like that in general, you usually think they they will rather have some like high quality type of stuff just to be just sitting in that. Because I saw a news thing, like a news report did it like a while back. They showed the inside of it and everything. It's just like felt like being in, felt like going up in the arch. You're just mm, in that yeah. tight little room. Yeah. You can't yeah. go nowhere. It just felt like, why would you want to be in that at all? So I feel like media has given like um, an un a very inaccurate light of like rich people because it's like their whole like most of the time you got rich like if you're like a fucking pull your bootstraps I worked my ass off type person you cut corners like mm-hmm. you aren't gonna have state of the art because that's cutting into the profit margins and to put um. The exclamation point on this. You can just tell that how we ate shit and we go to hell. So now, well, not us, these people, because no, now with I, this. I still so- frown on that because it's like we are the 99%, all right? And they do nothing but shit on us. They pollute our waters, they pollute our air, and we take it. And we just making a couple jokes. Well, I was going to say is because uh, now. Why uh Celine Dion song uh My Heart Will Go On is back up on the charts and why the mm-hmm. fuck Netflix said they about to release Titanic this week. <laughs> oh, are they, are they like James Cameron's Titanic or a documentary about this? All I saw was Netflix said that uh will be released to Titanic. So I think it's the actual movie. Cause I saw um last I checked Wednesday or Thursday, Titanic was streaming on Prime. Okay, see, so they was like, we gonna capitalize on this. You gotta get in people it. to be like, right. Celine <laughs> Dion song back on there. <laughs> uh, but um, mild transition. Um, secret invasion. Marvel's secret invasion. You know, um, first episode premiered this week. Um, Jared, what did you think of it? You know, it's the wait first... before we start. Okay, I just want to say one thing. Okay, the scene with Nick Fury. And the lady in the red. Wait, don't who? The uh, lady uh, that uh, Olivia uh, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. They weren't actually together. They didn't actually film that together. I'm asking this question. It. I I didn't notice it, but I believe it. I, I kept noticing it to where they were never shown together. It was always like a back of the head type of thing. Mm. And then when they did show, there was two two parts where they were both kind of like looking at each other. It looked weird. So I was like, I want to know, if, did you guys know if that's how they did it? It was just, that scene was so weird to me. I don't know, um, but it wouldn't surprise I don't know. me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either. Like a lot of the stuff in Endgame was like not shot 
at the same time and like different actors were there at different times and stuff like that so it wouldn't surprise me if they were but i didn't notice anything particularly off about it when i watched it i okay. mean it does feel like a waste of money to do it that way but maybe just the schedules were really off like mm-hmm. you know uh sam jackson may have been free but you know olivia coleman she's an oscar winner now so like she's getting a lot more roles than she yeah. was previously getting mm-hmm Oh, sorry about that. But uh, Jerry, what did you think about this? Uh, I thought it was, well, first of all, when I saw the trailer for this, I was super excited because it looked like the MCU that I like, like the more adult, less funny, less Thor 4 type MCU. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm definitely down for this. I can't wait to see it. And uh, I thought the first episode was pretty good. I thought it was a solid start. You know, um, it's sort of just getting us into the world, getting, letting us know what's going on. So <clears throat> I thought it was a solid first episode. Um, Late Foundation ex- explained to us what's going on, what's been going on, and sets us up for uh, the future going forward. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't, I am not familiar with any of this stuff. So I'm going along for the ride. Um, I feel like watching um, when Moon Knight came out and I didn't know what to expect and I was just taking it episode by episode. I feel like I'm there. But I enjoyed it. I liked it too. It was a solid episode. I mean, I will admit I am getting tired of all this MCU business. Like, this is just so much. What you're describing, I guess, is how I feel like post endgame that's how i feel how i felt post endgame it's like uh you know i I still like it because they built up so much goodwill with me over those you know that decade over a little over a decade so i was like i'm still in but right now i'm at the point where it's like i'm I'm gonna watch everything but i'm not like yeah super pumped to see it like i I guess my thing is like i'm more so with these shows than the movies that's kind of what i'm tired of because it's like yeah how many of these shows have started off really well really interesting and then they've just fumbled the ending you know quite a few and so like i'm about to invest six weeks of my life into this and i'm like please don't mess this ending up y'all please just stick the landing please stick the landing. i feel you so, but yeah, you it's a, this, it's a show, solid start. Yeah, I was about to say it kind of. Um, I'm I don't know about y'all, but I'm a big Mission Impossible fan, mm-hmm, and this is mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. like Mission Impossible, like on steroids, where it's like this dude could be wearing his face. That's what I want to yeah. see from the show, like really psychological, like you don't know who's who, and like it can just get really twisty if it's written if it's written correctly. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, I feel like this could be that's a I like and I don't like that aspect of this show. And I, while I didn't read the comic book, I felt like perhaps that would have well the books. I felt like that may have been annoying too cuz it's like you literally don't know how, who to trust and like yes that adds the paranoia, but it's just like Oh uh, yeah, I'm a scroll, but I'm a good scroll. I'm a scroll, but I'm a bad scroll. All this stuff. I'm a double agent. I'm a triple agent. Like, I don't know about this. And then the implications for when somebody got snatched and all that. I don't it know. could be 
like I said, it just it really comes down to the execution. If you yeah. do it right and you don't uh overdo it, like like what you just described. I'm I'm actually a double agent. It's like I'm a triple agent. Like if you go too far, it could just kind of be like eye rolly. Yeah. But if you do it right, it could be like, ooh, okay, that is actually him, you know, type of a thing. So like the um, you know, there was a brief scene in this in the first episode with um James Rhodey and the president. And I'm like, y'all giving strong we've been replaced vibes. That's that's what you guys are giving me right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. But we'll see how so, it shakes out. Is is Robin really dead? Man, I was like, I know, I know y'all stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> like, is she about to turn into a scroll? So she's still alive. Stop playing, y'all. See, and and yeah, what you say, the, Robin? The, yeah, yeah, from how I met your mother. Oh, gotcha. I never watched that. Col- like, Kobe oh, that's definitely not the right name. Yeah, Kobe Smolders. <laughs> Smolders. Yeah. See, she always gonna be robbing me, Robin Shabosky Mar- to me. Maria Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, we yeah, don't know I mean, if she's dead. Yeah, I mean, she got she got shot shot though. Yeah, she got shot, but Nick Fury got she... shot in Winter Soldier too. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So you, 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 you never really su- know. It wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me if she was actually dead. Because her character's kind of been lingering around, not really doing a whole lot. Well, I mean, that's indicative. That's indicative of part of the problem with the MCU, in my opinion. Like, it's so expansive now with all these actors, and like, you have to adhere to TV and movie schedules, and you're just not going to see people. When the last time we saw Sam Jackson? 2019. Uh, you mean in a movie? In anything MCU. What's that? Uh, Captain Marvel? Yeah. I mean, technically, didn't he show up at Tony Stark's funeral? Yeah, at the end of Endgame. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. No, we saw him in, um, he was in um, No Way Home. Was that 20? Oh. 20... When, when was that? No, that was 2019. No Way Home 2019? Wow, the year is just flop. But yeah, I think that was the last thing he was in, the last movie yeah. he was in. Oh, yeah. So it's just, yeah, and she, yeah, that's the last time we saw her too, I think. So, cause you know, they were together, but they weren't really right. them, but yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, you've been watching some stuff, Matt? Yeah, I was able to catch, um, Maggie Moore's, um, it stars John Hamm, Tina Fey. It's a, murder mystery comedy uh here's what the plot says police chief sanders investigates the bizarre murders of two women with the same name and unravels a web of small town lies he meets and quickly falls for rita tina fey as a noisy neighbor who's eager to help solve the mystery now tina fey sean ham that plot you like this movie is going to be good this movie is not good. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Like I, I remember I, seeing the trailer and I was like, this looks interesting. It's not good. It's 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 not, it's it's okay. Um, oh, I will not this is not a movie I'll tell you, Chad, go watch. I, I mean, if you have to come upon it, sure. 
it's an interesting plot to where I ain't gonna do no spoilers, but it's an interesting plot with these women getting murdered with the same names, and it's a cat and mouse type of thing. There's a little bit, there's some comedy in there and stuff, but it's just like I feel like they could have the premise of this movie is great, and they could have done a lot more with this. So. so I just feel like they missed the boat on um the interactions, the plots, the subplots, stuff like that, to where it it's it could have been better. It's okay. I thought this was I'll be laughing and uh John Hamm gonna be doing his thing, but it was just eh, it was okay. This is like a TV movie type of thing, a streaming movie, I guess you would say. <laughs> I mean, it did come out straight to streaming, right? Oh, not streaming, sure. but like no, not streaming. Is it, it was direct to um, not video, uh, on demand. It went straight right. to video on demand. Sorry. Right. So I mean, don't rush out and go see it. But if you go, but if you happen to see it, it's okay. You just could have been a lot sucks. better. It always sucks when like a good cast like comes together and the movie isn't like great. They're just waste. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it feels like, you know, you get a really good cast and unless it's a situation, usually it's a, sometimes it's a situation where like the director's like, hey, you're my friend being my movie. But a lot of times it's like, oh, man, this script is pretty solid. And then they slowly start fucking with the script on set. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you watch something good, though, Matt. Um, I watch something long. Um. I didn't know it was going to be that long. Uh, I watched uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. Uh, it was good. Very good. But I didn't know it was going to be that long. I, I, I don't know the time of it, but it just felt like a long movie. It was not that long because I remember seeing it like when I got off of work one day. And by the time it was over, I still had plenty of time left over to pick my daughter up from daycare. Like, and I, I have a tight window in between work and picking her up. So it wasn't that long, I don't think. Let's see. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is, oh, shit. This movie's two hours and 16 minutes long. All right. Well, I was I was enjoying my time in the theater. I'll just say that. What is that other movie I just watched where it ended and it was a part two? Oh, Fast. fast uh, yeah, so when this ended, I was like, ah, we doing this, huh? Okay, so, Matt, I'm going to say that's your own fault because, like, you are, like, in the know. Like, you're a fucking film critic. You should have known that this movie is in two parts. I don't be looking at that kind of stuff, man. I don't you be looking at that actually, at all. You got to look up the actually, fucking newsletter I put together, okay? I, I then got lost in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, overall, was, um, I, I, I was just about to say originally it was um, it actually was called Across the Spider Verse Part One, but yeah. they mm. they ch changed the title. So I, I so I feel like as a well, I I'm not a regular movie goer. Actually, there's something I want to talk about with you specifically, Jared, uh, about regular movie goers. Uh, but I feel like regular moviegoers don't like seeing part one in a movie title, which yeah. I find very interesting that this new um, Mission Impossible movie is letting you know this is part one of a two-part movie. And I'm like, I don't 
think that's a good idea. Yeah, I personally wouldn't do it. It just seems like, um, I don't know. It just, it feels like you're sending a message that you're getting half a movie, even if it's not necessarily half a movie, because you can do a two-parter with two complete movies individually. But yeah, like, uh, example, um, Infinity War. At one point, that movie was called Infinity War Part One, one. but they took it off because people don't want to fucking see that shit. Right. I agree. Yeah, do not put let it be let me be disgruntled at the end of the movie and be like, <laughs> what happened? I don't want to come in knowing that there's gonna be another part. Yeah. Or like with Dune, like the uh the marketing, nothing said it was a part one. You didn't find out that shit was a part one until the movie started. And they was like, Dune, part one. Part one. And yeah, you're right. like, wait, what? And they're like, we already got your money. Lock <laughs> in, strap <laughs> in. <laughs> right. Gotcha. <laughs> right. <laughs> But no, um, so I want to ask you this, uh, Jared. So Matt and I, we both got early screenings of The Flash. And we kind of talked about this in the group chat, but we're going to talk about it on the podcast. And we were, me and Matt up and down was all like, this movie was excellent. Like, this is about to fucking destroy the box office. It's going to make all the money. And then the, the reviews started coming in. And it was a little mixed from critics. And then, like, the the audience scores were, like, getting lower and lower. And me and Matt was like, wait, what's happening here? And then you was like, all right, boys, about to watch these <laughs> shits. I'll let y'all know how it is on the other side. And you was like, it was mid. And, I'm, and me and Matt was like, what, what, what? Have I was we... I was like, wait, hold on. Did we see the same movie? Right. We was hyped up about this. And then everybody's like, no, nah, this, no, this ain't good. It was like, wait a minute. Was it because we just saw the vast greeting? We was hyped off that part, but I still right. enjoyed the movie. <laughs> right, because it's like a, a couple of cussing, you know, like you when you get, when you see like those advanced screenings, like you're in a bubble, right? Because like you know yeah. everybody's all like, oh shit, we saw this early. This movie is beautiful. It was excellent, but then it's like when the people see it, they're like, I spent money on this. Fuck this movie. So could that be it? Could it be that Matt and I never, never really watched the Flash TV show? And since that's got like 200 and something episodes under his belt, like they have had to like done this storyline already. And so like this is more of the same for people that are yeah. coming in from the TV show. And yeah, stuff I like think that. all of that. I think it's all of that put together. Plus you throw in the Ezra Miller, the Ezra Miller stuff. And on mm. top of that, it's the end of the DC. It's like a lame duck movie. Like. We know oh, James yeah. Gunn is coming in. And <clears throat> so it's a combination of things. I think if you, let's just say hypothetically, Ezra Miller had no issues, just a normal clean slate, no criminal history, nothing like that. No, no controversy, no controversy. Um, and let's say the DCU was like not ending. Um, I or think it would have did better. Right. Or we didn't know or whatever. Uh, I think it would have done a little better but i personally think the movie is just it's it's fine like i didn't hate it i didn't love it i just thought it was it was fine and i think a lot of that is because i've watched the flash show so literally everything that happens in this movie i've already seen happen in the show on top of the fact that i think the uh grant gustin is a way better flash more accurate flash more likable flash just all around i think is just a better flash so you downgrade for me quick question yeah go ahead 
So when you say that a TV show did this, the TV mm-hmm. show did it, is it like the exact same thing as a movie? No, it's not exactly the same, but like him going back in time to try to save his mom, that's in the show. The evil version of the spoilers. Um, the evil version of himself, like from you know, the older version, that's in the show. Um, mm-hmm. him like trying to find a way to save his dad, that's in the show. Like um him messing up timelines, that's in the show. Literally, uh, like him traveling to other or him being in a speed force, seeing other worlds, that's in the show. Even Ezra Miller himself was in the show. Like when he did that, oh. when he was traveling through worlds, like Ezra Miller popped up and was like, oh, you're Flash? I'm Flash too. Like they had a brief moment in the show. So literally all of it is in the show, aside from like Batman. Mm-hmm. But right. like, they I mean, they've had, had Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, they, they've had Supergirl in the show. They had uh, Brandon Routh um, from the um, the Superman movie. He was in the show. Um, Maybe I need have, to watch the show then. They have a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of different... And the thing is, like, the thing that really killed me about this was, like, I know that the budget for this movie was crazy, not even yeah. because of, like, the reshoots and all of that, but because it's just, so, it's a it's a Hollywood, big budget Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a huge thing for me. Like, the, the visual effects in this movie are not much better than the CW show, and that's a TV budget. Like, yeah, I gotta babies, take those, big those points babies off were of some that. ass. Those babies were ass. Terrible. Like, and I know the director came out and was like, well, you know, actually, and this is a funny thing, and this is how I know it's BS. Because so the, the quote that he had was basically, well, listen, the VFX look weird when Flash is running around because we're seeing things from his perspective. So the texturing and all of that is a little off because because of like the way he's running so fast is like it alters his perception. That's that's what he said. But when they showed the movie, <clears throat> when they showed the movie like months ago at an early screening at like CinemaCon or one of those, um, you know, film events, they were telling the audience, this is, these are the unfinished effects. Yeah, no, we both saw an unfinished cut of the movie. Uh, well, I saw, I saw it twice. So I saw, well, this was, un- so you, I know you saw it a while ago, but it was a screening before that. No, I know. And I'm pretty sure it was the same. It was the same. Cut. I'm so, pretty okay. sure it was the same well, cut. So Either yeah. way. So they were saying it was, uh, so the cut that you saw, those, well, the reason I bring it up is because I've seen people like uh, online movie reviewers who saw that early, early cut. And they were saying, oh, it was an early version. The, the effects weren't complete. And then they said they saw this version and they said it was the same. Or right. Very, that's you know, what, then that's, so that's why, why I'm, saying, I'm like, I'm, I'm not pretty sure it was, the, it was the <clears> same <throat> cut. And like, I feel like when they were like, I don't know if I kept this in the episode, but I feel like what they meant when they were like, this is not finished is they were really talking about like the after credit scenes, because the cut, yeah, the yeah. first cut that I saw, and I think it's the same one Matt saw, um, you don't see who gets out the car at the end of the movie. Right. And then when mm-hmm. I saw it again the second time at the other screening, this the second screening was like a week before the movie came out. Um, they actually showed Clooney getting out, and we actually right. got to see the credits. Right, like the yeah, actual I heard the credits. Like we we didn't get to see the credits the first time. It just cut to black, and then the lights yeah. came on. And they were like, "Thank you for for your time." So I think yeah, that's, that's what I they seen, meant yeah. when they were like, "This is not a finished cut." Like they were like. Everything else done, but um, we gonna um, 
<clears throat> film a couple of uh, credit scenes because we don't really know which way we want this shit to go. Um, I know we were talking about Spider-Man, but real quick to wrap up on The Flash. Um, the one part that really, um, the really like the only part that really made me go like, wow, whoa, I wasn't expecting that was like the Nicolas Cage Superman. I don't know if y'all yeah. know the story behind that. Yeah. Yeah. But as have, soon have as I the saw documentary. Like, yeah. Superman, uh, the death of Superman lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So when I saw like the back, because I think it was like a back view and with long hair and it was like obviously Superman and you see like a spider. And I was like, that's Nicolas Cage. And I was like, I can't believe they actually put that in there because it was like, that's like a deep cut reference. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But other than that, like, and even that, the crazy thing about that is like they had Nicolas Cage on the set and he still looks like he's made of rubber in that scene. So <laughs> that really killed me watching the movie, seeing all of these terrible VFX that like students can do better work than that. So I was disappointed in the VFX specifically, but the movie itself, I was kind of disappointed with the movie itself because I was hearing this is the best movie in a DCU since the Dark Knight. And it's that's awesome. what I was saying. <laughs> and I was just like, the DC, I mean, that's it's not better than like the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie to me. Like, I don't think it's better than like Wonder Woman. I don't even think it's better than Man of Steel, to be honest. Yeah. I wholeheartedly so, disagree with you about Man of Steel and um Wonder Woman. Now Suicide Squad, all right, I'm gonna have to think about that one. But man, that movie was so good, man. That's so what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. I'm sorry. I see. I yeah, I'm thinking of, what you're yeah. I'm like, I yeah. So, but I enjoyed it. There's just gonna be ones where <laughs> we different. Yeah. I mean, well, unless I mean, unless unless I see this again and then my uh my rose colored glasses are off, and I was like, I don't know what I was thinking, but as of right now, I'm still riding high on the movie. Like, Although, um, uh, last thing, I know I keep saying last thing, but my no, because I didn't get a chance to talk about the Flash movie on here, but <laughs> I will give them props because I personally think that Ezra Miller Flash is very annoying. So for yes. them to bring in a second Flash that's more annoying was genius <laughs> because the normal, the older one is like, okay, he's not that annoying compared to this one. So I was, I found myself being a- like, okay, he's not that bad compared to this annoying younger one. So my so thing with props, him is like, and I don't know if I'm in the minority of this, but like ever since he first played the character, or not first played the character, but ever since he played the character in uh, Justice League, I thought he was playing him as like on the spectrum. Yeah. Now, am I okay? Because I'm like, am I alone in this? That's why I, I, I assume. It, I don't know if it's intentional. I, I really yeah. don't know. I would have to look it up. Maybe that's what he what what he's going for, but. I just I mean, don't like that, the choice personally. That that's 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 kind of how I got that's what I got from him. Like I didn't get like awkward or anything. I got like spectrum, especially like um that scene on the bridge in the flash, like the way the way he's spouting his truth off, you know? Like that yeah. didn't feel like someone um with everything cognitively aligned. But Could and be. so when we entered we're introduced to younger flash. I'm like, where is his autism? Mm-hmm. Not younger Flash. I mean, old Flash. Like, he started to play the character very different. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're saying, like, it seems inconsistent with his previous portrayal. 
especially in the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry to you know be you know asshole critics, but um the people are wrong on this one. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. Mm. I think the people are send, kind of... send us your hate for this movie. Send us your hate. <laughs> right, right, right. We're sorry if we, you know, if we're getting the Warner Brother emails and the fucking Warner <laughs> Brothers paychecks. All right. You know, I'll fucking right. admit it. I cash my Warner Brothers check. Okay. <laughs> I cash that shit. Mine Just like... must have got got messed up when they sent mine to japan i yeah. i didn't get mine yet <laughs> okay. i mean i cashed my shit and it, when i was at the bank i saw motherfucking tom cruise and uh, stephen king all right <laughs> we cash our motherfucking checks um but yeah i will say this like all the movies that i've that i've gotten screenings for they have not been doing well in the theater so uh <laughs> like uh, i saw the saw the blackening i'm like that shit came in number six and you said like, you enjoyed that one. <laughs> it was it was it's really funny. And then like I saw something today. Oh yeah. Oh no, I can say it. Um the um the fuck's that shit called? Uh Ruby Gilman, um Kraken. The new DreamWorks movie. Uh I should have released the review of that on Monday. I I don't think that's going to do well, but I enjoyed it. Mm. So I don't know why we keep getting screenings of fucking movies that are flopping. Like, uh, stop giving away these free tickets. <laughs> uh, I mean, give, give, give us some more free tickets. I I, I want to see Indiana Jones. If y'all, if y'all, Disney, Disney, I want to see Indiana Jones. Real quick, back to Spider Man. About did we talk about different cuts? I sent you guys a little screenshot that I saw on Twitter where, um, uh, the the editor said that uh that there's been multiple versions of the film in theaters. Are you guys familiar with this? Yeah, it's, the it's for the uh, audio. It's for the audio uh, issues. Oh, just that? Okay. Yeah. Oh, just so, audio. Okay. So when I saw, I saw it the Thursday it came out, and I'm like, Same. I know that they not. I know that the screen is not fucked up. Like I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no, I can't hear shit. Like, and we all just sitting there, and I'm like, is is nobody gonna get up and tell them that this shit not playing at the right level? Like fuck so yeah i I suffered through that (laughs) yeah i i I, when i saw it i saw it open at night too well thursday night that you know the night before it opens technically and um i only couldn't hear like uh hobie's lines some of his lines during um the um like the indian spider-man scene like Mm -hmm. i that was like the only part that i had real issues hearing there were some you, other parts you, like you Gwen's heard, intro. You heard, yeah, I was about to say, you heard Gwen's dialogue yeah, I was about at to the say, beginning? Yeah, I, I, was str- I was struggling to hear. I had to strain to hear it, but I heard it. Yeah. But it wasn't normal audio levels. And then when I went back the second time to see it, it was a, it was improved. So yeah. the second time I saw it, it was definitely the new version that they yeah, had. I need, to, I need to make some time to see it again before it's out of theaters. Um, when, when did you go, Matt? This weekend. Okay. So the audio was fine for you? No, there was parts where some things I couldn't hear, but okay. it, yeah. But now, my thing that pointed that stuck in my mind, there's a, when they're in the, I don't know, 
Spider Hall or whatever with all the Spider Mans. And I know Spider Mans come in all different types of shapes, sizes. There's horses, there's everything else. But I did feel a hint of kind of racism when he was yelling at Miles, talking about he's not supposed to be here and all this other yeah. stuff. I, yeah, was, I was yeah. like, I was like, I don't like the way he the way he talking to him like that. <laughs> this yeah. could have been a different way the way you say this. I felt I had a little bit of racism in that. <laughs> no, nah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And then he telling that that cute little black girl, get your love. Wait, I almost said a, I almost said a, um, <laughs> a, almost said a word. Get, <laughs> get set that set. Get your black ass at that computer <laughs> and send this this boy home. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because. I think that was like a meta commentary on like some Spider-Man fans because when Miles Morales like first came out or was first created, a lot of people were like, that's not Spider-Man. That's not my Spider-Man, stuff like that. So it's kind of like a play on that, like mm-hmm. the fandom, the Spider-Man, the Peter Parker fandom is sort of like not wanting to accept Miles. So it's like a, it's like a play on that. Okay. okay. But um, I, I, I don't say is I did like how, uh, well, once uh, Gwen and uh, Peter uh, betrayed him, the black girl did uh, is the one who saved yeah, him. She, and I was like this. She's I was like, like I got this. you. You're right. I was like this. There we go. Got to stick together. <laughs> did, did I see that thing where it was like somebody made the little animation and it was um, audio from um, oh God, who's that black that black is that black dude that's like you know don't be mixing races. Dr. Umar. Umar. Right, Dr. Yeah. Umar. Yeah. Or he's like, uh, it was it was hobby where he's all like, I have plans that I cannot share because the haters are gonna <laughs> try and stop me. It was just like <laughs> that on repeat. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hobby is who my son uh, enjoyed the most. He liked hey, he's, he's really fucking cool. He's dope. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the beginning when they first showed him, and he was like this. I'm not going to let you see my secret identity. And then like a couple of scenes later, we see his face. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. During his little intro part. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like how I like how Miles is like clearly concerned about what's going on there. And he's like, what do you mean you crashed in this dimension? Like you sleep in his house. Like, and then he's like, the, are those yeah. my chucks? And like all of that. Like, right, I loved yeah. All of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So overall, like I enjoyed this movie. It was real good. Um, I don't know. Like, it didn't give me no Pixar vibes, but it did give me a vibe where, like, Miles mama fine. Mm-hmm. True. She's fine. But she had a lot of uh, great moments in this movie, too, by the way. The don't steal him from me, like all of that stuff was I thought that was <laughs> she, awesome. She hilarious. she looks older. Uh, she only, does she does she speak Spanish? She looks old enough to vote. Yeah. <laughs> also, like when she was like when they when he was like, uh when he said, also when uh, when they first met up at the teacher, and he was talking about his grades, and he's like, he's been missing class, he's been missing school. But then they were like, he's getting a a a a, and then he was like, he's getting the B in Spanish, and they got upset for the B in Spanish. I thought they mm-hmm. would be like, he had C's and D's or something like that, but no, he got all A's and a B in Spanish. But he well, should it's because be getting she's A's so, in yeah, Spanish. He, he, he right. knows she, yeah. he knows how to speak yeah. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like like a, a heritage thing. And by the way, when I noticed this the second time I saw the movie, when it's exactly on that scene you're talking about, and she when as soon as the teacher says, "Oh, and a B in Spanish," the mom snaps like like in anger, 
And when mm-hmm. she snaps, like a little Puerto Rican flag pops up. Yeah, I saw right that too. I saw that too. Right in front of her fingers. Like little small stuff like that. I just, it's just so, makes the movie so much better to me. Mm-hmm. So like, it's a this, lot of stuff I, that I noticed on my second viewing. See, that's what I was about to say. There's so much stuff like I know I missed just watching the first one or watching it one time that I would need to go back and watch it uh, again a second yeah. time. Like little that's stuff like the, that's why I want to go horse when he, when he was like, he's like, why is a horse wearing a mask? I like that. Yeah. Little comments like that. <laughs> it's great. And like during the um, earlier in the movie, we see Miles and he's like, it's like right when his mom tells him, like, basically, like, you're not grounded. You can go after her or whatever. And he's going down the fire escape and he's changing his clothes and he takes his clothes off and he like drops his his jacket and his hoodie right there on the fire escape. Later in the movie, when he goes to um, where we think he's going back to his world, but he ends up in Earth 42 and he goes to that same fire escape and he puts his jacket and hoodie on the hoodie and jacket are like prowler colors, but you don't really, really notice it because it's like that Miles is wearing purple hoodie. You know what Mm, I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. Mm. Small guys, details like that are great. Did you guys see the thing where um the the part in the first movie when he first runs into uh the first Spider-Man, the Spider-Man of his universe, and their mm-hmm. spider sense goes off. His spider sense were prior colors initially, but they slowly yeah. morphed in that scene to into Spider-Man colors yep. to show mm-hmm. that he was he was originally on the path to be a prowler, but now he's yep. a Spider-Man now. I yeah, didn't notice like, at the beginning. I read that later on. Yeah, yeah. so it's like Easter. It's Easter eggs that we got to go back to the first movie for. Right. Have to see the second one. So who knows what we have gonna have to go back for? You know, after we see the third movie. Right. Yeah, and, and my, Miles, this. Miles with the quick, Miles with the braids. He look hard as fuck. Yes, yeah, he does. Even and how that. he said his name, Miles Morales. Like, right, right. He was so good. Right. right. Uh, but what I was about to say is, like, I like the writing in this movie and how they incorporate the first movie so well. And when Miguel is explaining to Miles, like, how everything is his fault, even though it's not mm-hmm. his fault, I mean, it's because of him. Like, when you go back and watch the first movie, and he goes down underground where he was um where he was yeah. tagging, he was doing graffiti, and he comes across the spider again that bit him. And then he comes across the fight between uh Spider-Man and Green Goblin. And he's like, he basically interrupts Spider-Man, and Spider-Man has to take time out to go swing down and save him. And then that's when we get the spider sense thing. And it's like that little distraction is why he couldn't stop the collider and everything happened because everything, you know, domino yeah. effect into the next mm-hmm. movie. So all dope, all great. Love it. Yes. Can't wait for the next one. Cannot wait. Um, yeah, I did see something. I don't know how accurate it is that the third movie might not actually come out next year. I no, saw something about that. that about how um there are some issues with like the animation getting that together within the time period because you know everybody's on crunch these days. Yeah. That's unfortunate, but if it's between rushing it and getting it right, I would rather them take more time and get it right. Because yep. you can't have these two incredible movies and then the third one is like bad or incomplete or rushed or whatever. So, hey, take your time. Uh, so I do want to give a follow up from last week about my dental issue. Uh, so my dentist's office was open on Juneteenth. 
because it's a locally run it's, it's my local dentist in my neighborhood ran by all white people so of course they was open on juneteenth um you know basically they said uh i have a crack in my tooth and they gave me some penicillin for potential infections and then they referred me to like a, another dentist um that can do more stuff and i go up in there He's looking at my teeth and he's like, this looks pretty good. I don't, I don't think you need my services. And I'm like, what are your services? He's like, I, I do root canals. I'm like, you do what now? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did they send me to you? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I don't fucking know. Um, but uh, so I don't need a root canal. Uh, I need to follow up with my dentist next week, though. Um, they told me to take the penicillin until it's gone. and get back to them and it has been hurting a lot less now it still hurts but like it just like i was saying like it just felt like like a a lingering pain and now it's, it's dulled so what, we're getting what did you eat again it was some sample from costco like it was like i yeah, said it's the right, perfect storm right. it was like pizza cookies all kinds of other little things and shit was out and so i was just going to town and <laughs> i went to sam's uh, sam's Club. i went to costco friday and they had a couple samples out, and I was like, I'm good. And like the dude was like, <laughs> I just hey, I'm just about to take this off the little up. And I'm like, I'm good, my boy. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I got some trauma. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, I caught a new movie. Um, uh, this didn't warrant its own mini review. Uh, I caught the new Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings. Uh, it's the one where she is hired by Ferris Bueller to have sex with his son um matthew brotherick um so the trailer made this seem like a raunchy comedy like just snappy you know jennifer lawrence at the top of her game i sent, saw a couple of articles that call her the new queen of comedy and that ain't it um i feel like i don't know if it's the direction or the editing but it was a little off like you know someone would say make a joke that was kind of funny but it hinged on the reaction of the person that they were talking to. And it felt like it was a, a, a like a second too late to make that transition to the other person to where the flow mm-hmm. was off. Or like there is a um, at the very beginning of the movie, Jennifer Lawrence is doing something, trying to do something behind somebody's back. And like they're in a store and like you're looking over the shoulder um, over the guy's shoulder out a window and you see jennifer lawrence doing stuff and that's funny but then they kept cutting to jennifer lawrence's perspective and her doing it and i'm like that's making this less funny like the joke Mm -hmm. is this man doesn't see what's happening behind him and you're ruining the joke and then they were like they had side characters and stuff that were interesting but they were barely in the movie so I don't know, like it was a lot of missed opportunities. There's one part I did really like. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence went to a house party with like a whole bunch of um, Gen Z kids. And it's like kids trying to stream and they're streaming about like positivity and stuff. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, some some younger guys, like 18-ish, were trying to hit on her. And she was like, I'm good. And there's like two guys. And then she eventually was like, why don't you two guys just fuck fuck each other? And then they pulled their phones out and they was like, say that again. Like, what's the problem with us fucking each other? Like, you a homophobe? Mm -hmm. 
like that <laughs> shit was really fucking funny like hi right, right. because it's like that like we're we're like just like jennifer lawrence we're all millennials and shit and like that our insults don't mean the same thing to gen z right. that's right, right. funny but there right. wasn't enough of that in the movie so yeah. okay I, I don't feel like this warranted a theatrical release like i feel like this would have been fine going direct to streaming not netflix like i feel like at this point it's a bad mark to go to netflix because like it's going to get dumped on this on the app and then in a couple of days some more stuff is going to come up and then it's just not going to be easily searchable like this i feel like this should have been like uh amazon prime or apple tv where like it would get some time on the homepage and you could see it and you're like oh cool right. jennifer lawrence has a new thing out like I feel, I don't think that this should have gone in the theaters, and I don't think this is going to do relatively well. Um, mm-hmm. with even though we just said it bombed, the Flash in the theater, Spider Man. I'm sure there's some other stuff that's going to like kill it. Like I feel like this is at least going to come in like maybe number three this weekend, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah, I think Flash is already like it's definitely not number one anymore. And that brings us to this week's review of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Legend says that a crystal skull was stolen from a mythical lost city in the Amazon. Whoever returns the skull to the city temple will be given control over its power. You will help us find it. In the 1950s, Indiana Jones becomes entangled in a Soviet plot to uncover the secret behind mysterious artifacts known as the Crystal Skulls. So I want to start off with um, you, Jared. Just a question, first off. Um, Have you seen this movie before? Yes. When did you see this movie? Well, I saw it in theaters when it came out. So that was 2008. Oh, my goodness. You saw this in the theater? I did. I saw this in the theater. Remind me. Um, or, remind me. Am yeah. I older than you? Um, yes. How old are you? Or okay. when I tell it back, I don't know. No, I'm older than him, but I'm not sure now. I am. <laughs> I'm 36. Yeah, I'm 34, 33. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah, either question, way. My question was going to be, did you see in well, you still could have seen it. Have you seen the original three in the theaters? Like, it would have been a re-release no. for you. No, I haven't. But I have uh, seen all three of the original. No, I, I asked because, like, initially I was going to ask, did you see First Run? Because, um, like, I've seen every single Star Wars movie in the theater, but the first three, it was a, it was re-releases. Right, You know, in right. the theater. Um, sorry. Um... So uh, you saw this in the theater. What was what was what do you remember? Like what was what was the air like before seeing a, a, the first Indiana Jones movie in nineteen years? It was it was pretty hype actually. Like I was I was really excited to see it because I always loved the Indiana Jones movies um, growing up. So when I realized that <clears throat> a new one was coming out, I was like, "Let's do it!" I was super hyped. The theater was pretty busy. I saw it. Um, I don't know if it was opening day, but it was opening weekend mm-hmm. when I saw it. Um, and it was pretty busy. It was, a pre- you know, it was. Um, it. it did, I remember it doing well at the box office, and my theater was full, so or close to being full, aside from like the first right. couple rows. 
So um, it definitely was like a highly anticipated movie when it was coming out. Yeah, I so the first time I saw this movie was two years ago, specifically the weekend that we got that Juneteenth became a holiday. Right. Uh, because I um, I was in an Indiana Jones mood, right? Because like my one of my favorite lines of the uh, of the entire series is the one from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when um indiana jones is gonna try and blow up the ark and um balak is like you know destroy it do whatever you want but you know we are merely passing through history this is history and i was like this is history great line you know a new holiday i should watch an indiana jones <laughs> and so i watched that one for the first time and like i just remember like you know the internet not the people because like once more you know there's a disconnect there's critics and normies and then there's mm-hmm. the internet and everybody else. And I remember the internet hating this movie. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, let's just see what it is. And like when I saw it like two years ago, I thought I was like, this is this is not a terrible movie. Like, why are people like this movie literally came out and chat on Harrison Ford's head? You know? Yeah, it's so not like, terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> so like I saw this at home, surround sound, you know, 75 inch TV. I had a good time. Um, we'll see how I feel about it, you know, two years later after having just rewatched the other three over the last couple of months. But um, this this goes to both of you. Uh, this goes to your time seeing it today, Matt. And back in the day when you saw it, Jared, did you have any expectations before seeing it? Well, I saw this movie before. I saw this in theaters. Oh. Wait, what? Oh, fuck, you told me that. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Matt. You you yeah. told me that, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, because this is the only one I've seen before we started doing this. <laughs> so, why don't you uh, tell... Well, yeah, roll that, roll that oh, so, so you Oh, so you saw the fourth one first? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Just like Star Wars. I didn't see none of the... Well, not to the back. I didn't see no Star Wars until... Chad told me that I went back and watched it. But no, uh, yeah, I've never seen none of the old ones until this movie came out. Me and the wife went out to the movie theater, saw it. We enjoyed it. And then, uh, since I never cared to go back, you know, I've seen clips of like Indiana Jones, the ball rolling and different stuff like that. Right. But then once we started doing this, this when I finally went and watched all of them through. Yeah. Um. Now, what was the next one after that? Or my expectations? Back in the day, did you have any expectations before seeing it? No, because I, I, I had nothing to go off prior. So as long as he's out doing adventure stuff, he has his little hat on, his little whip, which he didn't have, but uh, his little hat on, it'll be fine for me. I, I had no expectations. So let me just ask you a question. So you've, you've seen the, fir- the fourth one first. When you went back and watched the previous ones, how did how did you like how did you rank them? How would I rank them? Um, I don't know. Chad, how would I rank them? I don't remember what I told these other ones. <laughs> I should have re-listened to the episodes. Um, you thought the first one was fine. Um, the, you, I know you didn't really care for the third one that much. Because uh, right. it was too jokey. And I felt like you, you were indifferent to the second one. Yeah. 
So is the fourth one your favorite? Would it be my favorite? No. But it wouldn't be at the bottom. It might be number two on the list. I might put number one, go one. This one might be number two. But it wouldn't, yeah. I don't know if I guess the first one was just, it had enough action, enough jokes, and it was just like, it was solid all the way around to where like later on, some of them got to be too jokey, Thor. And uh, (laughs) uh, it was just solid all the way around. And it just laid, it laid the groundwork for all of it to where this one, it's good. But it's not number one though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think the fourth one is the is my least favorite of all of them of of all of them. I guess let's go into it. So, what were your thoughts on the fourth one? Uh, I think it's a it's okay. Well, let me teleport back, or let me transport you back to when I first saw it. So, I just remember walking out of the movie theater being disappointed. And it's not necessarily because it's Indiana Jones and aliens, because I don't think that's that big of a stretch um, to put Indiana Jones and aliens together. But it was overall just the execution and the way it looked. And um, I thought it got a little cartoonish, not the alien stuff, but other stuff, too, like the jungle chase swinging on vines like that stuff for me was just not great um i I remember uh and i haven't watched this in i maybe watched it like 2010 or something like that but i haven't watched it since then so my memory is not the best but i do remember a scene where i think it's the end of the jungle chase maybe after the ants and they drive off the cliff onto a tree and the Mm -hmm. tree sort of leans down into the water and like drops them off in the water and then the tree flops back up and like slaps the Russians off the cliff. Like, <laughs> like it was just comical, like how cartoonish that was. So mm-hmm. it kind of just didn't feel like the other movies to me. It kind of felt like they were trying to update it and then they said, okay, we have the technology to do crazy stuff. So let's do crazy stuff, you know? So right. I didn't love that. But not only that, like the nuke scene is pretty bad. Him in a refrigerator um although i do like the setup of him waking up in like the nuke town where he's like walking through the houses and he's, he doesn't know what's going on and it's like but the like plastic how, families and whatnot but how is that not as stupid as them falling off of a waterfall and uh what was that uh, uh inflatable raft in temple of doom how's that not as that's, stupid as that's that? that's what i said oh remember i remember when we did the review yeah. i said that was that that was stupid it's, it's it's pretty stupid, but I feel like this was more stupid. Mm-hmm. But not only that, not only that, okay, if you compare uh, stupidity levels, right? But <laughs> you got you got the right um the right atmosphere around the stupidity, I might let it ride. But if you got stupidity from this movie and the atmosphere is not right and <clears throat> the vibe is different and the movie is so bright and Everything looks like it's a set, like a, a movie set instead of like realistic. And all the uniforms in this movie are super clean and like they look like they just like walked out of wardrobe 
the wardrobe dressing room or whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a like, different era. It's the <clears throat> shiny, spit shiny time of the fifties. <laughs> it just didn't feel right <clears throat> for Indiana Jones movie. Like, and it didn't look, it was like so glossy. I get it. It's different. It's the fifties. And I do like that uh, sort of jocks versus greasers fight scene in a bar. I did like that. I like, I like stuff in the movie, but it's just not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. I but I will that. say Harrison Ford looks really good for like, I think he's like 60 in this movie. And yeah. I thought he still looked pretty strong and like. Yeah, like know. he believable. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I still like this movie. Uh, like I was, I didn't, when we watched the first two, I was like, oh damn, I don't like this shit as much. And then when we watched the third one, I was like, I'm having so much fun. And like in this one, like, this feels like it is still in the same universe as the other three movies for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's still getting into like stupid situations like, oh yeah, um, there's a nuclear bomb coming. I'm getting this refrigerator. Like, um, you know, it, it felt like an Indiana Jones movie. It felt like we had had so much time um, away from him. If that makes sense, if I'm saying that right, uh-huh. um, I still say this. I, I think I said this last time. I really wish they would have made at least one movie in the 90s of him doing like World War II shit, you know, just yeah, to kind of bridge this uh-huh. gap. Um, but yeah, like I like refer, like I love like we're referencing other adventures we didn't get to see. Um, I didn't hate Shia LaBeouf in this movie. I didn't hate him last time I saw it. But, like, he's fine in this movie. Um, I do like how the movie, there's, like, Spielberg-y touches to it. Like, specifically for me, I felt like that was very Spielberg, all that stuff in the diner with the greasers and jocks and all that Uh stuff. And, Mm -hmm. like, the um, felt kind of like a play, like them, like, moving around, like, the um, mutt trying to steal stuff and Indy putting it back and all that stuff. Um. Yeah, like the movie is, I feel like the movie was pretty fine until we started really relying heavily on the CGI stuff. And I'm not just talking about like those CGI monkeys, but like the stuff with the car and like um, they shoot something off a tank and it rolls and it, you know, very unbelievably, you know, yeah, it I'm smashes like, the car that they're in, actually. Yeah. Um. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, a bunch of like old jokes about Harrison Ford in this movie. Yeah, and um, yeah. Now, now look at him. Shia LaBeouf. That's what I was about to say. Shia LaBeouf says, "Like, what are you like eighty? And uh-huh. he literally <laughs> is eighty in the Indy Five, basically. So it's like that's pretty funny that they made that joke, and he really is eighty now. Uh, what about you, Matt? What did you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Like. Uh, once, like you said, the raft stuff on there, then this is the, the universe we live in. So like when Jerry pointed out the tree stuff, this is just the, 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 when mm-hmm. we fall off stuff in Indiana Jones universe, we gonna make it just like, you know, <laughs> uh, three, three down, three waterfalls down. And every single time conveniently, except for the last one, they stay on the boat each time they drop down, except for the last one. So it's right. like in the, in the Indiana Jones universe. When we fall off stuff, we're going to be all right. Yeah, it's going to be okay. Yeah, so, like, I like Shia LaBeouf in this, and 
Um, I like their interactions back and forth with, with each other. I like how they consistent with everything where no matter where, I, I, I don't know if it's every single one, but I can remember three so far. He got to stick his hand in something. Mm, so yeah. he had to stick his hand in something. Um, one thing is I, I didn't get the groundhog thing. Is that a something I missed? They like, were what was just the point playing, of them? They just, just a weird choice. Weird choice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe that missed something from the past where that's been in like every single movie and I just never noticed it before. No. Um, but you might have this for trivia, but I just want to point this out was uh, the whole refrigerator thing, right? Okay. Uh, so when I was doing it, they were like, yeah. Um, I guess apparently people hated that and they were yeah. like uh, basically like jump the shark type of thing when you're the frig scene. So then on Wikipedia, it was like jump the shark. So I looked up jump the shark. You know where that came from? That phrase? Um, happy days. Yeah, I didn't know that. So then yeah. I was down this whole happy days uh, Wikipedia <laughs> thing, learned about Fonzie and everything. And I was like, do I need to go back and watch Happy Days? <laughs> I was just all in this that how uh, uh, Arnold's the I don't know is that a restaurant or a bar or whatever yeah used to be little, called uh, first season was called out. Arthur then it was called this and apparently you know Family Matters when they had a daughter she went upstairs and never came back yeah, apparently had they had a brother, brother. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I didn't know that's where the that's where the phrase came from but honestly I enjoyed that part. I mean, I didn't have a problem that he did that in the fridge. I don't yeah, I don't understand what felt, was the hate for that. It felt very Indiana Jones. Right. So I don't know where that why is why is the hate for it then? It's I, because I personally was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Because it's so, so crazy. No, I'm gonna say this. Um, I've seen stuff that talked about how if certain movies came out later than they did, people would hate them. But since we grew up with them, we accept it. Like, um, I saw something that was talking about, like, uh, Empire Strikes Back, where, um, you know, famously, Darth Vader is Luke, Luke's dad. And people were, like, blown away about that back in the day. There, there was some hate, but there wasn't an internet, you know. And mm-hmm. But if something like that happened now, where we had, like, we never had Star Wars in the, in the 70s and 80s. And we first got it now. And like we had a really popular first movie, and then a couple years later they came out with the sequel. And you're like, really? The main bad guy is the father of the of the of the protagonist. People would fucking light the internet up over that shit. Mm-hmm. But because okay. it was in the past, we're fine with it. So like, once more, you have stupid shit like that fucking waterfall thing in Temple of Doom, and people are like, oh yeah, that's fine, but you know, this stupid refrigerator thing, that's <laughs> fuck this movie. Okay, I didn't okay. say fuck this movie. No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm <laughs> not saying you. I'm saying I'm no, saying no. the internet. I, I, I got you, but I'm just clarifying. <clears throat> so when I saw that, I didn't say fuck this movie, but I was definitely like, what the hell is going on? It's not just that he survived. Well, it is just that he survived a nuclear blast because that's crazy. But it's the fact that I specifically remember the fridge getting blown so far, mm-hmm. him smashing into the ground like eight mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he mm-hmm. just rolls out like it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, but Jared, you also need to remember something else. What did how did how did the third movie end? 
Um, I haven't seen it since. What's the third one? Five. The, the one, the uh, Arca, not the Arca, the um, the um, the God's Cup. Oh, okay, Jesus yeah, yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. Like, he he has some of that Jesus water in him. Like it's been slowly, you know, um, Wolverine in him all these years, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's I'll true. That's that. true. Thank I'll you. Thank that. you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so um, before we get off this main review bit, I do want to say I find it very funny that, um, you know, the the uh, at the end of the movie, the um, Indiana Jones's hat, you know, blows off and um, Mutt's about to grab it and put it on. And then Harrison Ford walks over and, and grabs it like, <laughs> No, Mm-mm. no, no, we won't be doing any of that. And I thought that was funny. And it reminded me of this interview Harrison Ford had uh like last year or the year before, a few years ago, very recently, like maybe before COVID. And I want to play this for you guys. Indiana Jones, yeah. number five. He's in here somewhere. It's, well, it's, it's it's he better be because it's coming out. He wants to come out. It's it's um when when you're done with that role, yeah. Who would you like who would you like to see as Indiana Jones? Nobody <laughs> is gonna be Indiana Jones. Ever. Don't you get it? No one. I'm Indiana Jones. So when you're gone, it's gone. When I'm gone, he's gone. It's easy. Get it in here, okay? Yeah. Well now now I've got it. Yeah. Harrison Ford. This is a hell of a way to tell Chris Pines this. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, so he actually met Chris Pine, uh, Chris, 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 I did too, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I know yeah. that. When he said that, yeah, Chris Pratt. But yeah, it's just like, you know, we go back to that episode we did with the ladies. Like, Harrison Ford is a fucking asshole. And I love him for that. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. this is my fucking role. Nobody's right. doing this shit for me. <laughs> right. So, like, I feel like that's something that he asked the writers to add in in this movie. Absolutely. Where it's like, make it look like he about to do it. And I'm about to take that shit because, like, this is my shit. Yes, 100%. But, yes. all right, trivia, guys. Um, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes score of this movie is? And we're going to do audience score also because there is a bit of a difference. Um, I'm going to skip it. I already know this one. Okay. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say the audience score is probably 65. Okay. Other score is probably, I'll say 75. Well, close on the tomato meter. So the tomato meter is 77%. The audience score is 53. Mm. So it is. That's a little harsh. That's a little harsh. You got to remember, you know. This is this is an older movie, technically. So, you know, more randos have, you know, given their opinion and the Internet doesn't like this movie. So that is why it's kind of low. But all right, so we're playing over under this week, boys. I will make a statement with numbers in it. You will tell me with a thumbs up or a thumbs down if the actual number is higher or lower than what I state. The budget for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was $200 million. Under. 
under? Uh, it was 185 million. The worldwide box office was 500 million dollars. Under. Under. That was 2008. Let me see. Dark Knight. It didn't be Dark Knight. I'm, mm, I'm going to say under. That's domestic. I'm, I'm going to say under. No, I'm sorry. The worldwide box office was $500 million. I'll say over for worldwide. Seven ninety. Yeah. Last one. This movie takes place in 1955. Over. Over. Yeah, it's, it's 50s, but it's later. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, trivia dump. Harrison Ford was adamant that he got to will Indiana Jones's famous whip. Paramount executives wanted the weapon to be computer generated because of new movie safety rules. But Harrison Ford branded the rule ridiculous. And he's Harrison Ford. He'll do whatever the fuck he wants to do. So he 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 played with that real whip. And I'm pretty sure he got hurt too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, several weeks into production Harrison Ford saw a blonde woman on the set and asked who she was he was told it was Kate Blanchett who he had never seen out of costume and did not recognize her without her black wig I thought that was kind of funny and lastly the girl who punches Mutt Williams in the diner scene is Sasha Spielberg daughter of Steven Spielberg keep it in the family I got a couple trivias for you, too. All right, let's go. Mm. The refrigerator nuke scene was a direct homage to the original Back to the Future script, which had Marty and Doc engaging in time travel by jumping in a refrigerator box near a nuclear bomb site and riding the radioactive waves into another era. This was eventually changed to the plutonium-powered DeLorean. Smart move to change that. You don't want a uh, fucking time-traveling... Uh... Uh, refrigerator so dumb it's no it's no wilder than a hot tub time machine exactly um (laughs) this movie continues the indiana jones tradition of the lead villain dying through supernatural means related to a consequence of the villain's own greed although Mm -hmm. the villain in indiana jones temple of doom fell down and was eaten by alligators this happened because of his greed for the stones which had become red hot from supernatural causes causing him to fall down Mm -hmm. and the last thing well I have is I didn't know about the Shia LaBeouf comments and everything else like that that he made yeah, after the movie came out. Yeah, I mean he he was a, he he's always been a wild boy. Yeah. So I'm um, for the people who don't know, it's a little bit long, but it's going to be good though. When they were doing the press junkets for the movie, Spielberg famously told Shia LaBeouf not to pick his nose in public. Um, also, Shia LaBeouf criticized the movie to a pr- to the press several times after it came out. He said, I feel like I dropped the ball on the legacy that people loved and cherished. You get to monkey swinging and things like that. You can blame it on the writer. You can blame it on Steven. But it's the actor's job to come make it alive and make it work. I couldn't do it. So that's my fault. Simple. He went on to later saying that doing this destroyed his relationship with Spielberg. And he revealed that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull comments deeply ruptured his relationship with Steven Spielberg. Uh, Fast forward. Harrison Ford also called Shia LaBeouf a fucking idiot for criticizing the movie to press as well. I think he's a fucking idiot. As an actor, I think it's my obligation to support the film without making a complete ass of myself. It's no surprise then, after all this, LaBeouf was fired from the Indiana Jones franchise. 
A recent article about the franchise made it clear Shia LaBeouf will not be returning as Mutt Williams in, in the upcoming fifth in Anna Jones. So I'm going to say, I'm going to call bullshit on Harrison Ford's statement because I've heard him shit on movies yes. that he's supposed to be promoting on a talk show. Hmm. So he but also, like, and also to me, that doesn't seem that bad to be like, he's being honest. He felt like, I mean, I get it because what a Spielberg yeah, said, I, I left, I left that part out where Spielberg said, um, Tom Cruise doesn't uh, pick his nose. Therefore, you shouldn't be doing shit like that either. He said, he told me there's a time to be a human being and have an opinion and there's time to sell cars. Yeah. So I get that you're, you're supposed to be promoting the movie and stuff, but maybe if he wouldn't have done it right after it happened or right when the movie yeah. came out and did later on, would have been like, it could have worked. But yeah, as you as you promote this movie, you should be like, nah, man, the script was, eh, I get that part. But to be like, you can never be in this shit again. But hey, when I mean, it's your movie, you can do what you want. Yeah, but like... I 2008, that's around the time of the writer's strike, and that's when Shiloh has been a real fucking wild boy. Like, yeah. I don't know if you remember that car accident he got into when uh, they were filming um, Transformers 2, and he was dating Megan Fox at the time, but he did not get into that car accident with Megan Fox. Mm, I don't remember <laughs> this, but <laughs> he, yeah, uh, like that's when he was really wild boy in it, and like you know, he's probably overdoing it a little bit with the drugs too. It's just right, a dumb right. decision to criticize a movie that you're in, even if you're only criticizing your performance. It's just, it's just not professional to do that. Yeah. So. Right. I mean, now if it's like it. two years down the line, and you like, yeah, and that's some and that's usually movie, and that's usually what they do too. Like they'll yeah. be honest, like a later, couple, you know, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because you never really know. Because, like, for example, even though you feel like you wasn't good enough, the audience, the fans might love it and everything else like that. You just keep that internally. And but then if it know, bombs, and then later on, you'd be like, yeah, I felt like it wasn't my best work. And you don't right. know what the editor is going to do either. Right. So, yeah, it's bad form. Um, before we close out, do any, what are you guys hoping for this fifth and final movie? Cause like uh, um I, I I I want I want Indiana Jones stuff to happen in Indiana Jones. <laughs> I want there's got to be some kind of rat roaches spiders ants. There got to be some kind of thing that that yeah, they're crawly. Yeah, yeah, they got to be something there. They have to fall off some kind of water. <laughs> 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 and I'll, like I said in the thing. The main villain needs to die from supernatural means. Man. Now, if if they do those, then I, I I'm cool with how this works out. I'm sure right. all of that is gonna happen. <laughs> I can almost I can almost guarantee all of that is gonna happen. So I you know before we started this rewatch, I was like super hyped for this fifth movie, and like when we watched the first two, I was like I don't know about this shit. Like with this third and fourth one, I, I, I'm getting back into the you know full swing of things, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm hyped. So it's like, I want to see. Um, yeah, have we all seen the trailer? Yes. <clears throat> I I cannot wait to see that uh, that de-aged indie on an yes. adventure in the 40s, which is a plot that we should have gotten in the 90s. I will keep banging yes. that drum. Like I'm interested to see like how really old indie interacts in this world where like he is irrelevant 
I don't want, and this is something that I absolutely hate that movies do now, like in franchises, like where we get a greatest hits of like old stuff where they're going to be like, oh man, somebody's trying to fight Indy with a sword. And he's yeah. like, oh, where's my gun? Uh, Cause that's, yeah. that's the, that's the thing I do. Like, I, yeah, don't, re- I don't remember I don't this. Remember this. Remember this. <laughs> yeah. right. Remember when you right. saw this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah. I don't want yeah. that shit. What about you? Yeah. Gary? I'm basically, I'm basically on the same page as you, as both of you. Um, I, I'm pretty hyped for it. Um, I definitely, you know, I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge, so I'm excited mm. to see her. Um, but I just hope that it's um, a little more grounded and not too crazy. I you mean, know, I understand that it's indie, but not to I get go into back. it, into it. But like the title <laughs> of the movie is telling us plain as day, it's gonna do some shit nobody's gonna like. <laughs> I don't know about that. You can do certain things in certain ways to where it is uh it could be fantastical, but you can do it in a way to where it's still grounded. That's what I'm looking for. I feel like the title it's of about the, movie the execution is, is telling us it's going to specifically do what I just said I don't want them to fucking do. It might. We, it's gonna be worse than like, oh, remember when we did we did XYZ? You want to see when we did XYZ? Fuck no, I don't want to see what when y'all did XYZ. That's why I rewatched these goddamn movies. I don't want you to fucking <laughs> play that shit in the movie. What movie? We just we reviewed a movie like that where they replayed it back to us. Um, oh yeah, let's see. I've got the uh, the schedule. Let me. It was see. something exactly like that. It's like remember when we used to do this? Flashback to when we used to do this. Mm, Pathan? No. I got to go back to last year. Uh, let's see. And, and Sharp. But as you as you looked that up, I just read I was reading the plot for the Sharp, new one. Sharper. Sharper was what? The con movie. Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe. But if they call they call Indiana Jones a daredevil. Do you consider him a daredevil? I mean, I, I consider Harrison Ford a daredevil because this motherfucker doing at his actual stunts. So, yeah. and as we just saw in that clip, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. So, yes. I don't know if I would classify Indiana Jones as a daredevil, but more like an adventurer or something like that. Yeah, I feel like would be a better description. Right. Uh, this movie also, like Harrison Ford, it better showcase him crashing planes. Because that's something Harrison Ford does in real life. <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking about, Matt, but I, I don't, I'm not sure what it was. I don't remember what movie it was, but yes, I agree. Something's all like, yeah, I, we know, we know you saw that like 20 minutes ago, but you want to see it again? Right. No, I don't. No, I don't. Well, too bad. The Matrix did, did, I, did, I hear did you, that and it pissed Did I hear me you off. say yes? <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, appreciate you coming on and you know, chit chatting with us, Jared. Uh what you do you have anything to plug this week, man? Um, not particularly anything special, just uh my Instagram, Jared underscore underscore France. And uh that's about it. 
Well, thank you for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Follow me on Letterbox at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King0257. Come back next week when we review the possibly true story of the founding of Blackberry you know the cell phones and like always i don't know if this is a good episode i don't know if it was a bad episode but whatever you think about it talk about it at work thank you for listening